Chapter One From the Chicago Race Rides, July nineteen nineteen, by Carl Sandburg. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Chicago Race Rides by Carl Sandburg. Chapter One the chicago race riots the so-called race riots in chicago during the last week of july nineteen nineteen started on a sunday at a bathing beach a colored boy swam across an imaginary segregation line white boys threw rocks at him and knocked him off a raft he was drowned colored people rushed to a policeman and asked for the arrest of the boys throwing stones the policeman refused as the dead body of the drowned boy was being handled more rocks were thrown on both sides the policeman held on to his refusal to make arrests fighting then began that spread to all the borders of the black belt the score at the end of three days was recorded as twenty negroes dead fourteen white men dead and a number of negro houses burned the riots furnished an excuse for every element of gangland to go to it and test their prowess by the most ancient ordeals of the jungle there was one section of the city that supplied more white hoodlums than any other section it was the district around the stockyards and packing houses i asked mcclay hoyne state's attorney of cook county does it seem to you that you get more tough birds from out around the stockyards than anywhere else in chicago and he answered that more bank robbers payroll bandits automobile bandits highwaymen and strong-armed crooks come from this particular district than any other that has come to his notice during seven years of service as chief prosecuting official as i recall that a few years ago a group of people from the university of chicago came over into the stockyards district and made a survey they went into one neighborhood and asked at every house about how the people lived and died. They found that seven times as many white hearses haul babies along the streets here as over in the Lakeshore district, a mile east. Their statement of scientific fact was that the infant mortality was seven times higher here proportionally than a mile to the east in a district where housing and wages are different so on the one hand we have blind lawless government failing to function through policemen ignorant of lincoln the civil war the emancipation proclamation and a theory sanctioned and baptized in a storm of red blood and on the other hand we have a gaunt involuntary poverty from which issues the hoodlum at least three conditions mark the events of violence in chicago in july nineteen nineteen and gave the situation a character essentially different from the backgrounds of other riots here are factors that give the chicago flare-up historic import first the black belt population of fifty thousand in chicago was more than doubled during the war no new houses or tenements were built under pressure of war industry the district already notoriously overcrowded and swarming with slums was compelled to have and hold in its human dwelling apparatus 
more than twice as many people as it held before the war second the black belt of chicago is probably the strongest effective unit of political power good or bad in america it connects directly with the city administration decisive in its refusal to draw the color line and a mayor whose opponents failed to defeat him with the covert circulation of the epithet of nigger lover to such a community the black doughboys came back from france in the cantonment camps also it is known that hundreds it may be thousands have located in chicago in the hope of permanent jobs and homes in preference to returning south of mason dixon's line where neither a world war for democracy nor the croix de guerre nor three gold chevrons nor any number of wound stripes assures them of the right to vote or to have their votes counted or to participate responsibly in the elective determinations of the american republic third thousands of white men and thousands of colored men stood together during the riots and through the public statements of white and colored officials of the stockyards labor council asked the public to witness that they were shaking hands as brothers and could not be counted on for any share in the mob shouts and ravages this was the first time in any similar crisis in an american community that a large body of mixed nationalities and races poles negroes lithuanians italians irishmen germans slovaks russians mexicans yankees englishmen scotchmen proclaimed that they were organized and opposed to violence between white union men and colored union men in any american city where the racial situation is critical at this moment the radical and active factors probably are one housing two politics and war psychology and three organization of labor the articles that follow are reprints from the pages of the chicago daily news which assign the writer to investigate the situation three weeks before the riots began publication of the articles had proceeded two weeks and were approaching the point where a program of constructive recommendations would have been proper when the riots broke and as usual nearly everybody was more interested in the war than how it got loose the arrangement of the material herewith is all rather hit or miss with the stress often in the wrong place as in much newspaper writing however because of the swift movement of events at this hour and because items of information and views of trends here have been asked for in telegrams letters and phone calls from a number of thoughtful people they are made conveniently available for such service as they are worth end of chapter one